Welcome to First Time Parents, an unedited, unfiltered podcast about James and I as first time parents. Now, this week is a little different. I've kicked my husband out and I'm recording with my beautiful mum, Kim. Hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) You always get so nervous whenever you have to talk on the microphone. Yeah, I don't like it. Well, I've dragged you in. Um, the baby's sleeping next door, uh, so he could disrupt us. But basically, James and I wanted to document our first year as parents. And the reason why I asked you today was because, one, he started working again. And two, you and I went to the hospital with little Memphis the other day, didn't we? Yeah. And little Memphis. I know. Well, that's what I want to talk about. Long story short, he's doing really well. Um, we went to the hospital after we went to the GP about this little rattle on his lungs. And because he was under six weeks, they then sent us off to the hospital, which they gave it, they gave the all clear. But I think it's that moment that I realized, well, I don't know if I am cut out to be a mum (laughs) (laughs) and the anxiety and the guilt and the way that you beat yourself up was kind of what I wanted to delve into because after a little trip to Perth Children's Hospital, I remember you you pulled up in the car because there was a lot of anxiety about the whole um, the whole morning. You pulled up in the car and we put him in the car and then you said, let's just have a little cuddle. And then, I mean, I, I get emotional just thinking about it because you said, welcome to motherhood. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to last forever. <laughs> You'll always feel that, right? Well, let's delve, let's delve into that because I think I hadn't, I mean... I've only known Memphis for six weeks, so I've only been a mum for six weeks, but you've been a mum for, well, 35 years for me and 37 years for my brother. Can you talk about that feeling? Because there's a lot of women that are, you know, I know when I came and spoke about it on my Instagram, I was just, I felt so much guilt and shame in the moment when they were checking me in to to check Memphis over because of all the questions they were asking me. I was beating myself up that I didn't know enough about him and I should have known more and I shouldn't have let this happen to him yeah it's just it's just a feeling that you can't that it's that because you want to protect and look after your child forever and you don't want to see them either have harm or be sick or anything that you get those feelings and they're not then they're just asking questions but you as a mum get reactive because you think oh are they asking me that because I haven't noticed something yeah but they've got a process they've got to go through but you, you can't... really get in your head don't you yeah and you can't you've got to just um it's it's hard because you, you get scared when your yeah. little baby has to go to hospital and they're going to put check him for his oxygen and stuff like that but it's it is going to it it's just being a mum and that's yeah, when you know you're going to be a good mum because you can't if you didn't have any feelings you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to keep going on with the journey I know but isn't it funny because I think a lot of people have said over time like you know oh the biggest thing is just trust your gut just trust your instincts but when you're in that moment and like I said when I was checking him in and you'd gone to park the car I I probably felt really alone mm. and Griffo was at work. Oh, God, I'm getting emotional now. Griffo was at work and I remember they said to me, is his skin always that colour? Does it always go like that when he cries? Does he do this? Does he do that? And I was so in my head, I couldn't answer those questions and I thought, I don't know if his skin goes like that. And so you know how they say trust your gut, trust your instinct, mother's intuition. In that moment, I didn't think I had any. Yeah, and that's normal too because they're asking you questions that, 
you're there for a certain reason and then they're asking you about his skin so that you're getting you're getting worried about that well because yeah because I'm like well is it normal it was like I thought that they knew more than me about my own son because I needed them well is it normal that his skin does that (laughs) do you know what I mean yeah and it's and you didn't start the morning going to hospital. It's always, and so you've got the anxiety of being at the doctors and then saying, well, you just go on to the paediatricians now and you'll probably be there a couple of hours while they check his. Yeah, well, so that's what so happened, that wasn't it? it we, we, were, we went to the doctors, which is because you suggested trying to go to the doctors. And then I was like, well, I've noticed all these other things about him. When we got to the doctor, she was like, yes, you're right. He has the rattle in his chest. But because he's under six weeks, straight to the hospital. And in that moment, that's when I just went, that is when I felt alone, I think. Yeah. And that's just a process that they must do, have to do as doctors, like she said, you have to. But it's scary because you think, oh, is this really going to be really bad? A little baby with something on his lungs, what's going to happen? And I fe- I've never felt so helpless. Like, I feel like I've done a lot of things in my life and felt really lonely and you know and and had all, and had moments through what I've talked about with my anxiety and stuff but in that moment I've never felt so helpless and that's what you're going to feel like a mum whether oh. they're a baby or a teenager or an adult you'll always be a mum and you'll never let go of that feeling but you've just it just teaches you to that well how do you survive because you've survived 37 years with two children because, How do you survive? Because you you just then at the end of that you've got to think, well, aren't I grateful that had pe- these nice people look after him? I've been given some good advice and I've been given some signs to look after. You just got to keep moving on. But is that what you did? <laughs> but you're never going to lose that feeling of being a mum and caring. It's being part of a mum, caring and loving this little baby. I can't even imagine. It was funny when I got home that day. You went off. I think. I can't remember to get us coffees or something by the time we got home and I did a little post on Instagram in my stories because I just wanted to let all these other people know that, God, what what you must be going through, like with childhood cancer, um, losing babies and everything. I just wanted to give a shout out and say, you know, to everyone who, because there was a lady that sat next to me at the hospital and straight after she messaged me to check in on me when her little baby boy had been born with his intestine on the outside of him and he's had a feeding tube the whole time and she was there checking on me. But that's what mothers do. It's not a competition. It's about your feelings yeah. at the time, about what's going on in your life Isn't, at that very moment. And that's what and I, you can't compare because you're reacting to the situation that you are at at this very minute. And I think, like I said, I had this tiny little window of felt like something was horrible. And, you know, when, when he went to neonates, when he was first born, we had that feeling also. But like I said, seeing all these other people in there with really sick children, it really made me think how lucky I was but also for her to message me, I just couldn't believe it. I thought, what a beautiful soul. Mothers need mothers. Yeah. That's why mothers got to stick together. Yeah. Well, what's your advice for mothers who are listening right now, even fathers, any kind of parent, um, in your time of 37 years, <laughs> what, what, what is your biggest tip? Oh, I haven't got a tip. Just to always, if you're worried about something about your baby or just get advice you don't have to go with advice if it's perhaps not what you thought it was going to be or get a second opinion but just go with what you feel is right at the time it's never don't ever be embarrassed don't ever be worried just react to to the moment and 
because that mother knows the baby best of all. Well, that's, that's and dads do too. Dads, dads do too. Dads know yeah. this a lot as well. Well, and that's the thing because I, I, what I notice as well is sometimes with Griffo, he's got the bit more rational mindset. So he, you know, I can go in down the spiral of it could be this, it could be that, but he's like, no, it could be this, and then we'll find out, and we'll go to the doctor and we'll ask. So yeah. it, you know, <laughs> and that's why the doctor gave you those guidelines the other day. So so that when before you go to work out whether you go to GP or emergency with your GP, she yeah. said, "No, just make sure you consider all the things." But you're you're you've just got to react to what you you do, and I you are going to feel vulnerable, and you are going to mm. feel scared because mothers want to just fix everything about a baby. Yeah, well, that's and that's the thing, and he couldn't tell me what was going on with him, and then he was probably feeling my panic, but. Like I said, in that moment, I've never felt so much judgment, but the judgment was from me, yeah, not from wasn't. the nurse. But the questions that they all asked me as we we're checking him in at two times in the hospital, I was thinking, oh, my God. <laughs> and like I said, the judgment was purely from me that I didn't know my baby. Yeah, and that's just because they've got to go through a process. But it is, it's scary because you're thinking, but I'm coming in for his chest. Why are they asking me about the yeah. colour of his skin? Is it supposed to be mottly? Is it supposed to be this? Yeah. Oh, it's tough being a mum. I don't know how you've done it. <laughs> <laughs> what was, if you could think of over 35 years of, you know, us being, you know, me being your daughter, was there a time that you felt incredibly helpless? Oh, you couldn't, you could never. Was there a not, standout? Well, probably when you had pneumonia twice and you were under around four. Yeah. That was scary because you you just don't like that word pneumonia. And why did I have pneumonia? It wasn't like I was smoking darts at four years old. That happened no. later in life. You just got it from, because you always, you had a tendency to have, um, asthma and stuff like that so it just went a bronchitis just went straight to your lungs and then because you were vulnerable probably bathurst winter and stuff you just got got it again and what what do you reckon you were like as a mum did you feel all those anxieties and stuff because for me I guess from my perspective is I always thought you had your shit together I always thought that you were, I mean, for me, I remember you being the wicked witch when I was younger. But that's that a teenager. Yeah, I know, but that's what I mean. So I always felt like, oh, she's got her shit together. She's bossing me around. No, when you're only 24 and 26 when you're having a baby and you want, it's scary. Yeah. Yeah. So you were like and nearly then, 10 years younger. Yeah. And so, and never. So, and then when Nick was a baby, he had the convulsions. So that's Ugh. scary too. So how did you get through it? You just do. And you didn't have have Google back then, so what did you do? That was probably good not to have Google. (laughs) (laughs) So you didn't Google stuff. That's what I find interesting when, you know, us today as modern parents, I guess, you know, um, living in this century, we do tend to Google a lot. Like Little Memphis has a rash today, so I spent yesterday Googling about that. And then I called my husband in Griffo and I was like, Babe, I think he's got meningitis because he had so many. What did you guys? And by the way, he doesn't. But we are going to the doctors today to check on that rash. Um, but what did you guys do back then? Like, did you talk in the neighbourhood? Did you ring your next door neighbour? Did you call your mum? Like, what did you do when you felt you probably, something was wrong? You probably called your mum. You had a book. You'd look at a book. You had childhood illnesses, so it was a book with photos and all stuff about it. And, then and what did you they just give everyone the that book? No, you had to go and buy that. Oh yeah, but. 
I probably lived at the doctor's. <laughs> Just getting advice. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's me this week. This is yeah. his second appointment in um, two weeks. And they expect that too because you don't get a handbook to have a little baby. Yeah. There's it, no handbook. There isn't. But I think that's what's so scary. Like I said, even at the hospital, I remember looking up because we we're at the Perth Children's Hospital. So, and they had a sign that said, no one knows their baby better than the mum and dad. Yep. And I thought to myself, well, no, right now I feel like you know my baby better than me because you're the professional. <laughs> That's because they were asking you questions out of you when you're under pressure and that anyone yeah. would have felt like that. <laughs> but, yeah, you do and you have to react to that. It doesn't matter if you go there in the middle of the night. It doesn't matter if you go to emergency in the middle of the night if you're worried. Better for, to have reassurance and be sure than not than well, worry your head off. I think that's a good, a good, really good tip. Like react to the moment and don't judge yourself because even if it is the smallest of things, like you said, the doctors and all that have been there before, that's what yeah. they're there for. And who cares if you have to pay a doctor's bill just to ease your mind and don't go down the Google spiral hole. No, it can be helpful, but you don't want to do that because it's just... You're not a doctor and, yeah. you're not, and it makes you scared. Well, that's all, uh, like I, 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 I was trying to compare rashes online yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. Uh, well, thank you all for listening. Next week I'll hopefully have my husband back and um, we're going to delve, I think, into going back to work and, and leaving me at home and, and kind of compare our two lives at the moment. Um, but thanks so much, Mum. Thanks, Heidi. Love you. Love <laughs> and, little Memphis. And welcome to motherhood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome to motherhood. Uh, make sure first, if, yeah, well, first of many. Yeah. Well, make sure if you are enjoying the podcast, uh, do hit subscribe. And also, if you're liking it, make sure you rate it. We hope five stars. Um, but like we said, it's unedited. It's unfiltered because we ain't got time to sit here editing a podcast whilst we're being first-time parents. But if you are going through something, uh, make sure you hit us up at my Instagram, which is underscore high. Anderson and sending you all lots of love and remember you're doing a really good job. Bye!